Surprise, surprise, everybody. Sending you another episode pretty quick here. I had a fantastic conversation with Robin today. Um, We've talked multiple times online, you know, messaging back and forth, but we never actually, I mean, we've, we've talked really briefly on the phone before, but we had a really good conversation today and I wanted to share some of it with you. Um, I cannot, I don't like to have my episodes be longer than an hour, so I'm going to give you probably about maybe 55 minutes of it, maybe a little bit less, and then I'm going to have to continue it on um, another episode try to get it in tomorrow if I'm not working. It's supposed to rain again tomorrow, so pretty happy about that. Um, I'm always happy when it rains. (laughs) I'm ridiculously happy when it rains. I want to tell you there are some points in this conversation where we get interrupted, like her kids come in and they start talking. Dogs are doing stuff. Um, So I'm going to stop it at those points and I'm going to restart it again when outside conversations are over. There's also a couple of sections where she, she shared some things with me, possibly forgetting that we were, you know, going to be putting this up on a podcast. And so I, I took, I, I just kind of checked those off, you know, out of the podcast. So I, I just don't feel comfortable with her sharing information for everybody unless she really wants to. So there's always when you're talking to people and you do these podcasts and you have conversations with them and stuff, um, there's always parts where, you know, they, they, um, really don't feel comfortable sharing certain things. So we have to kind of edit things and stuff like that. So, but it's cool. I mean, it's really good. It's, it's, it's just, you know, um, we're really becoming fast friends. I, I just adore this woman. I, I just love her. I can't say enough about her. I have such a good feeling about her. I There's something really special about Robin. We really connect. We click so well together. I don't know what that is, but it's just there's people that you meet. Maybe they're just people you're supposed to meet, people you're drawn to, that you're like-minded, um, you know, birds of a feather type of stuff. I'm not sure, but she's just an amazing lady. So without further ado, I'm going to play this. Now, this is recorded. So it might, again, sometimes when I do these recordings, the sound is is not as great as I want it to be, but bear with me. I really haven't invested in any um, expensive equipment or anything yet. I'm sure it will get to that point. I just, you know, I just really haven't had the time or energy to get into all that, but at some point I will, I'm sure. If it, you know, if the podcast keeps growing, I'm up to 9,000 views right now and I'm pretty excited. I, that's that's pretty cool, guys. Like, I actually got a message today from uh, uh, Spotify that I was in their, I was one of their top performers, and I was offered some different sponsorship type things, which I already have a sponsor. But um, I I thought it was cool. I was I was like, wow, that's it's so cool. And and then you get people that email you and message you, and I love hearing from you guys. I really do. It's so neat when you know you open up your your mail and there's there's like you know, stories and letters and just people telling you how much they love your podcast or they find you on Facebook. And it's, it's, it's just really cool. It really makes you feel like it really makes it all worth it. So please keep it up. I really love it. You know, um, favorite the podcast, if you will like it, send me messages, you know, anything you guys want to do, any kind of, you know, contact with me. It it, it sounds really cool. It's, It's really neat. I love it. So 
here we go. I am going to start this um, interview with Robin today, and there is going to be a lot more. We are going to do, a, we're planning a lot of stuff together, and we plan a lot more conversations here. So here you guys go. Enjoy. Robin? Hi, Hi. How are you? I am in an ice cream truck. We put off the whole day working, and I just got in the truck, and we were just dragging our butts, not wanting to go to work. And as I'm getting out, and I put everything together, you message me. <laughs> so I am driving back up the driveway right now because I'm just, I'm just like, okay, I am not putting this off at all costs. Oh, I know. It's been crazy. It's like, we're both busy all the time. And it's like, for somebody that I don't really have anything I have to do, it seems like I'm busy every single second of the day. It's like something literally happens every second of the day. I know your life is so much like when the, when you talk to me and just the way we are, even when we try to get together to talk. And you're always like, you know, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow, and then we'll do it, and then that day comes, and we're both just like, okay, I just can't do this today. I know. It's insane. It never, ever stops. And it's like, I get done with one thing, and something else happens. Yep. That's, that's how I am. My life is so crazy and chaotic all the time, and you would think I, I mean, I am a busy person, but I don't really know how I'm so busy, you know? Like, I mean, I, mean, I you know. It's like, for somebody that has no plans... It just goes completely awry. Yeah. <laughs> or there's just, then, there's just days you wake up and you're just not even up to doing it. Like, you're just... No, it was like yesterday. I didn't go to bed until 6 a.m. Yeah. Because I couldn't sleep the night before. I got up at 8.30. Didn't, wasn't even, don't even know why I was up at 8.30. And then I spent the day going and going and going. And I'm like, how is this even possible? Because I'm just, I'm exhausted. Like, I don't really want to do all this today. Yeah. That I didn't even have planned to do today. And then I had a, um, I'm going to be doing a, a, a show with Doreen Fisher. Okay. Um, her and I have decided that we're... We'll probably end up with government death threats, which is oh, you're, yes. But it's going to be basically disclosures. It's going to be information. People don't have to believe it. We're going to get a ton of haters, but mm -hmm. it's the truth. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. And so, um, Doreen had asked me if I'd do it with her, and I said yeah. And so, wow, that's neat. Yeah, we were supposed to talk and try to get the times and set up and everything and what we were going to do last night. And so I was running and running all day yesterday trying to get back home to talk to her at 7.30. And then I finally get here at 7 o'clock and she messages me and she's like, we're having power hours here. This is going out. And I'm like, oh, thank you, sweet Jesus, because I'm exhausted. I had to have a two-hour sleep. And I was supposed to do a show last night at 9 o'clock that got pushed back till 10. Oh my gosh! You get a lot. You get a lot of people that request your you to appear on their shows, not don't you? Much as you would think. Okay. Think, nobody really knows who the hell I am. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. They I will. came on the left field. Yeah. Because I've been in, I've been doing this since I was a toddler. My first CT abduction, I was four. By the time I was four, I knew about UFOs and ETs and dogmen and Bigfoot and structures and stick structures and all these things. And I stayed that way for most of my life, and till like 2011, mm -hmm. 10 or 11, somewhere in there, and that's when I met Igor, mm -hmm. and then Igor insisted I go on Facebook, and I'm like, okay, 
didn't know what Facebook was, had no interest in it. Yeah. And then I spoke at the conference in Siberia, and I came back, and I figured what happened in Russia stayed in Russia. What I didn't know, when I agreed to go to the conference, was that every major network would be there. And then I got off the plane in the States, and customs pulled me around. And I'm like, my God, what did I do? Yeah. And they're like, you're that woman on TV. And I said, what are you talking about? You're the one that did the conference in Siberia. And I'm like, yeah. Wow. And all they wanted to do was ask me questions. And then I, I leave customs and my daughter-in-law called me and she said, Mom, you are on every major network there is. What? And I was like, wow. You've got to be kidding me. Holy, that's and crazy. The haters attacked. Yeah. And I had half haters and half people that accepted it, and I was like, whatever. Yeah. So I got back to Michigan, and I did a couple small conferences because I knew the people that were doing the conferences, and I told them I would. And the last one I did, I had somebody want to kidnap me and put me in a cage thinking that would make the foots run in. And I told them, I said, even if they pull it off, you don't go near me. I'll get myself out of it. You just stay the hell away. Oh you know, God. basically the dogman and the Bigfoot kind of worked together and they, they trashed a bunch of stuff and I was fine, but you, you mean know, you I, told them to stay out of it? Yeah. I told the foots to stay out of it and the dogman because I didn't want them caught. And, oh my God. Yeah, that's right. But I said, I did send the dogman up there because they had in the area where they were going to put me at. I, they had taken me to the super secret research area. They wanted to find out. They knew I could talk to them. Mm-hmm. They didn't realize how much I can talk to them. And then I got there and I'm like, they're telling me this, 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 and this, and this. And next thing you know, I have two armed guards that are standing on the side of me and escorted me off the property. Oh, my God, Robin. So the Foots had said that the reason they couldn't leave that area, which was like 100, 200 acres, was there's cameras all around the outside of it. Well, they believe the camera steals their soul, so they wouldn't leave. Yeah, yeah. They had older older ones there and elders there that couldn't leave because they were so old they couldn't do a lot of the walking or whatever. Why they weren't portaling out, I don't know. Some clans won't use the portals, you know, um, and don't use a lot of the paranormal abilities they have. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to get them out of there. So I took the dog in up there, and I said, I need you to destroy every camera there is. And the guy had gotten footage on the Bigfoot, and I knew he had it. I knew people that had seen it, and it was crystal clear, just like the Patterson one. And he had hooked up with the um, uh, documentary network, mm-hmm. and they had paid for all these cameras. And he wanted to catch a live one. And he had, at one point, he did get a baby, I think, and they said that they got their, the baby back. But he was going to do all this to me. And so I sent the dogman up there, and I said, every camera has to be destroyed. None can survive this because they're taking photos of them. And I had three dogmen that lived on my property. Right. And I told nobody I had done this. Nobody knew I had told him that. The next day, the guy called me, and, of course, he's being sicky sweet and nice to me still at that point because he wanted to kidnap me and put me in this cage. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he calls me, he's like, grabbing the most horrible thing happened. And I said, what happened? And he said, well, he said, every camera I had is destroyed. Every one of them is destroyed. And he yeah. said, I don't know what I'm going to do because he said, those weren't my cameras. I said, what do you mean they weren't your cameras? 
he said, those belong to the documentary company. He says, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Everything is destroyed. Nobody even knew about this site. Like, it was a secret site. Mm-hmm. And I said, he says, I don't know who knew about it. And I said, well, I knew about it, but I'm three hours from you. Right. I'm, you know, and I haven't talked to anybody. He says, I know you are. He said, I don't understand what's going on. I said, I have no idea. I don't know what to tell you. So, I mean, I knew, yeah. but I wasn't going to tell him. So then he Now wait, is this the guy that wanted to kidnap you? Yeah. How did you yeah. know he wanted to kidnap you? Because the foots told me. And then they also got hold of two other people that knew me, that were close to me, and told them. And they called me and I said, I already know about it. I mean, how did they know about it? Because the foots told them. Oh my God. And. And this guy didn't know that you knew that he wanted to do this? No. Okay. He had no idea. And. I had done the conference the weekend before, and then they turned around, and because when I spoke, but again, nobody knows me, so everybody, when I, I do speak and open my mouth, it's like it comes out of left field. Mm-hmm. And he turned around, some bizarre thing of my husband is making weird noises. It's not on my end. I mean, I've got a church no, bells going on. Okay. Well, it's finally quit. It's my husband. Okay. And he's okay. Um, well, oh, I am used to. Yeah, he's at work and it's going off. I'm like, what the heck? I'm sitting on my bed. And so, anyway, he, um, it had went really well. And they ended up, it wasn't a big building to begin with, but they filled the building and they lined up down the parking lot. So they asked if I would come back the following weekend. So I said, yeah, I would. And that's when he was supposed to do all this to me. So I sent the dog man up ahead of time, and I told one of the, the Bigfoots that I'm exceptionally close with, I said to him, I said, and there's nobody that can tinker with electronics like this boy. Wow. I mean, I, he's one of the best I've ever seen. He can mess up any electronic known to mankind. So I told him, I said, I need you to get that film, and you have to make sure the Bigfoots are not in that film. Right. And he's like, okay, okay. I said, no, not okay. Like, you can't mess up on this. Like, I don't care how distracted you get. Mm-hmm. You have got to make sure that, that the people don't find your people on this film. And he said, okay. So I, I pull up there. I'm like three hours away. I pull up there. I go in. And it was at uh, Michigan Museum. Michigan Magazine's museum that they were doing a conference. And he's standing out in the open in the backfield playing with a freaking turtle. <laughs> Yeah. I never did. I never thought about 
him bringing his own equipment or doing anything with it. I was simply thinking, you know, just give it up, dude. Yeah. Which really, yeah. you know, give it up. Yeah. So he went ahead. Get away from her. He went ahead and left and came back. Well, now I'm really worried because the equipment can't be left alone because he just went and got it. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, here we go. So they start the footage. Every time it got to the point where it would show a Bigfoot, a picture of a calendar of a cat was on it. You're kidding me. Hand to God, I've never in my lifetime. How did they did? How did they manage that? I have no clue. I swear to God, I'm not even making this up. It was hysterical, and it would come to the river, and the guy would be going, "Okay." That is hysterical. And the people that had seen it, the few people that he had actually showed that footage to ahead of time, mm-hmm. were were there, and they couldn't understand it. Oh my god! They're like trying to explain to the documentary team. We saw yeah. there was a red Bigfoot standing in that stream. There was this. There was this. There was this. And all you see is a picture of a calendar of a cat. That is so funny. <laughs> it is so funny. It's it's just not right. You well, know. That was a riot. They should have had like a fake Bigfoot waving to them. Is what they should have had, like a picture of a calendar with a Bigfoot waving. That would have been yep. so funny. But Tell him the next time that. to do that. <laughs> and that guy was mortified, and he goes out in the parking lot, and he was just screaming at the top of his lungs, "What am I going to do? I can't." And the cameras are trashed. I don't have the money for this. And what am I going to do? I mean, he was just freaking out. So he doesn't say everything. This guy was going to kidnap you and put you in a cage, and I, I can't. I'm, I can't believe that, I mean, that's insane. Oh, these people are crazy. I had, at one point in time when I first came on the scene, I guess it was a year or so after, mm-hmm. and I got contacted, there was a guy, and he's not on Facebook anymore, but he was a retired cop, mm-hmm. and he contacted me, he said, Robin, I really need to talk to you on the phone, can I call you? And I said, yeah, and I gave him my number, mm-hmm. and I had talked to him multiple times, okay. multiple times, so I knew he was okay. And he said, listen, I'm not trying to scare you, but you're going to notice at some point in time that there's going to be cop cars at the end of your driveway. I want you to let them stay there. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, there is a group of female researchers that we have found out are now at risk because there are these group of men threatening to take a lead pipe to them because they think that this way they're going to get to see the foots. Oh and I said, you have got to be God. kidding me. Yeah, they'll end up dead. They'll yeah. see them all right. They'll end up dead. Yeah. And he's like, but I don't want you to be fearful. I don't want you to be scared. Yeah. I've got it under control. I want you to just stay close to home right now. You don't have to hide out in your house. I said, I've got kids here. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got kids. I've got to take my kids to school. Right. He's like, do your normal routine, but don't do anything that you don't have to do. Right. Right. And just stay home and, and stay out of the woods for right now. Do you have I weapons, Robin? Do you have, like, guns and stuff? I don't. I do right now. Yeah, you should. But, but not because of that. Yeah. Only because um, right now it's copperhead and rattlesnake birthing season. Okay. So the copperhead for having babies. For snakes, I do have one here. Yeah. But I have also, like, ten dogs. You know, I know you do. I just, you know, it's always, it's, it's that is true. That's good. You know, it is, it is really frightening because these people, they're fanatics. They're crazy. Yeah, they're fanatics. Yeah. 
Why don't you get some bear spray? Yeah, that would work. Because I have that. I just went out and got bear spray because I thought, you know, I should have this. Even when I'm walking and stuff because, my God, there's even random dogs and stuff that are, you know, that are, that are, you know, mean that could attack you. And it's like, it's good to have it just in case, you know? So I went out and got some, but I mean, I live in an area yeah. that's really weird. I We have some weird stuff that happens around here, you know? Yeah. So, but I mean, I would embrace them if it were, I mean, like if it, yeah. if I saw one, I mean, I, like I told you before, I'd be out giving them blankets and pillows. And I did that. Yeah. When my kids were little. Yeah. Um, that would be me. They would see them outside. Mm-hmm. When they had their babies, my daughter and I took a bunch of blankets out in the woods and oh. buckets with kids' toys. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, it was like McDonald's toys and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And baby toys, and we took them, put a bucket out there. And they came, and they left the bucket, oh. and they left the blanket, but they took all the toys. Yeah. Which was fine. That's funny. That wasn't a big deal. That was fine. So they took all the toys, and then it was like two years later. And we, we had this, when we moved in... It looked like an old, maybe like a lean-to or something that somebody might have had, you know, a cow or a horse or something on it. It mm-hmm. was on the property when we moved in, and it was falling apart badly. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But they got here, and it was so unstable, so I wanted it taken down. And we took it down, but it was on a concrete slab. And okay. on this concrete slab was all these um, cinder blocks, and they were cemented to the actual ground, or to the concrete. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get them up, and we couldn't get them up. And I went out there I went out there one day, and I said, you know, as strong as you guys are, you know, I could really use some backup on this. Like, we can't get them up. Yeah. And two days later, I went out there, and they had ripped them all off the cement. <laughs> That's amazing. It was, yeah, it was all off the cement. And then it was um, put in a circle. Yeah. All the concrete blocks were in a circle. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that was really cool. So, That's so we went out there one day, and this boy was when they had that How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. And the How to Train Your Dragon, I'm putting general on talking to you. That's okay. Um, the How to Train Your Dragon Dragon was sitting on top of one of the blocks. It's been gone for like two or three years. I mean, wow. when they took it, it had been a while. Yeah. He, re- he reappeared. <laughs> now, do, do you think they, didn't, they intended to give it back or just, they just oh, have yeah. Okay. They used to go in the garage. You know, people always laugh at me when I say this, but it, it's the God's honest truth. Like, mm-hmm. the thing about it is, the stuff that I talk about, I can swear my kids' lives and my grandkids' lives is true because I know it's true. You can, t- Robin. You can tell by the way you say it, though. Like it's not like it's such a natural, fluid, you know, speak. Like the way you speak and talk about it, it's so. It's just like you're talking about, you know, fond memories and stuff. It's just too natural. You know, oh, thank you. you can tell. I mean, you can feel I it. Everybody. It's like you know, you can't change the truth. The truth right. is the truth. Yeah. Whether- you want to believe it or you don't want to believe it doesn't really matter because it's just the truth. Right. You know, I can't change it even if I wanted to change it. 
That's because what, they so, can't change so many of these sightings, when you listen to people's encounters, you can just, you can tell, you can hear the emotion, you can, you can really pick up yeah. on the way they're talking, you just know it, you, it rings true in your heart, you just know, yeah, you know, and you're like, and okay, this person isn't making this stuff up, you know? No. Well, the thing of it is, like, I always tell everybody, who could make this stuff up? No, like, you couldn't. And why would you? You know, could make up the stuff that I've lived. Yeah, yeah. So you what? Know? You could get death threats and have your family be threatened and have people call oh, you, yeah. have the people call you nuts. And why would I mean, somebody I've, make it up? You know? Yeah, I've had death threats from the government. I've had death threats from other people. Yeah. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had um, men in black driving behind my car. I've been ran off mm-hmm. the road. I just did an episode on Men in Black last night. You know, I was so convinced that Bigfoot was part of the Nephilim and that they were, you know, not that they were evil, but that potentially they, you know, a lot of them could be, you know. And when I I started to talk to you, I'm, I'm just like, you know what's really going on here? Like, like maybe my theory on this or what I felt to be true isn't correct, you know? Like Melba, okay, Melba Ketchup, her and I are extremely close. Mm-hmm. Like a sister to me. I met her during the project. And because I helped on the paper. Right. Plus they took some of my samples. My samples came in after the paper was written, so it's not listed in the paper. But she went ahead and tested them anyway, and they came back exactly what I knew they were. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a big issue. But Melba believes in the whole Nephilim theory. And that's fine. I respect her opinion. It's her opinion. She's entitled to it. Yeah. But I don't believe that for a second. Number one, when I asked them what they were, they didn't even hesitate to tell me what they were. And I've asked them about that. And they said, they told me repeatedly they aren't. Okay. I don't believe it. Number one, I can tell when things you know, ring true, does it not feel right, right, you know? right. and every time I've even entertained the idea that that could be true, mm-hmm. it 100% just feels wrong, right, okay, and every part of my being, and I just don't believe that to be true, they're well, then it probably angels. isn't, you know, no, they're not fallen angels, okay, they were, hey, crew, I'm checking my outside crew while I'm talking to you, so, you guys all set, how about you little monsters over here, everybody's good and then my daughter's ducks that's cute oh they're crazy they're so funny you know I put in an extra pool for you in your pen and you're still not swimming I love animals I used to save everything oh my god you should hear some of my animal stories when I used to rescue everything it was just hilarious people thought I was nuts I was like I don't care I would go to any length to save animals oh yeah I went to dog house one day and there was a, a dead mother mouse under it with yeah. five little babies. I yeah, I did that. I did that, Robin. I found little baby mice and tried to raise them. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I and did I the same them. thing. You know, you couldn't really bottle them. Yeah. Because in order to bottle them, they, you know, they, they couldn't get a nibble tiny enough. Yeah. You so gotta be I careful. figured out that if I took their little bodies, and I didn't put their head open under, but I took their bodies... <laughs> And I dunked it in formula. Oh. They would look at the plane themselves. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> and that's it worked. A good idea. I never thought of something like that. Yeah. I'll have it to remember actually that. worked. Yeah, 
that's a good. I was surprised, but it worked. The one, anyway. the funniest story though was when I had, I was, I actually a deer hit my car. I didn't hit the deer. It actually ran into my car. What do you think happened with the front of my jeep? It's like what the heck? Yeah, and, they, and he laid down in the road, and I'm on this back road. It was probably like midnight. There's nobody. I'm talking about a back country. I live in Pennsylvania. It's like wooded everywhere where we are. Uh-huh. And so I'm. <laughs> I, I I open up my van. I'm trying to drag this deer into my van, and this guy comes along and he helps me take the seat out. We hike this deer up into my van. I get home. My husband's like, "What in God's name are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, we have to find a wildlife, you know, rescue for this deer." It was so. But I mean, I've done so many crazy things with animals. It's been hilarious, you know. I want so. to tell you something, and this I want you to to really. If you never listen to anything I tell you, which is fine, Mm -hmm. you're in Pennsylvania, correct? Yes. Okay. There is some really dangerous stuff in Pennsylvania. I heard that. And I want you to be careful, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Um, Have you ever heard of an earth keeper? Never. Okay. Earth keeper, it's going to be loud for a minute because I'm letting the other dogs out. Okay. So... I don't get quiet in a second. I'm just opening up. No, no, it's okay. You you do what you got to do. I'm here. Um, my friend, who, she was the one, I was already having experiences anyway, but she had been looking for me, I guess, recording her for years, finally found me, and she triggered me to a lot of memories that I had of the foots and things I'm supposed to do and why they're so attached to me and that kind of thing. Okay. But anyway, she called me one day, her and I are very close, to this day. And she called me and she said, listen, you're going to think I'm nuts. She was trained by the foots from the time she was eight years old until she was older. And she did some things that she probably shouldn't have done mm-hmm. for the right reasons, but they still weren't the right thing to do. And so they quit working with her. Mm. And she had had for two or three years a clan of foots that were dead. They really were. They were deadly. And she was their target. Wow. And they had terrorized other people as well as her. And I knew about it. She told me about it for years. But I wasn't aware that I was supposed to do anything about it at that time. Okay. And so she called me and she said, I haven't worked with Earthkeeper in 12 years. And she said, I haven't been able to get mine speak in about as long. And she said, today it was clear. And he said that I'm supposed to bring you up to the mountains. And I said, okay. And she said, no, not okay. She's fiercely protective of me. Okay. And she said, not okay because, well, I know it felt like him and it sounded like him. She said, he has never in my lifetime ever asked me to bring anybody to meet him. And she said, that concerns me because, as we both know, you know, things will lie to you, try to convince her other things. Right. And so she said, if you don't want to go, I'm fine with that. And I said, I'm in. And she's like, no, you really shouldn't be. She's like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and I'm giving you the information, but you need to be aware that this could be bad. And I said, I'm coming. And I said, but I don't know if I'm going to afford to get there. She says, I know, me neither. But she said, I do know this. When they have workforce to do, money will just appear. Right. She's like, I don't understand it. It just happens. I said, okay. Two days later, she gets a check in the mail for a rebate for the amount of my ticket from an insurance company that she's never had before. 
Robin, this is just unreal. So she's like, if you want to go, I'll book the ticket. I said, I'm in. So I go there, and she said, I don't know what he wants with you. She's like, I've never been asked to bring anybody. And I said, well, we'll find out. So I go there, and we go up in the mountains. We had a couple side trips on the way, which were really funny because I actually fell off a cliff. Unfortunately, Brownie had followed me up there. Oh, oh my (laughs) God. He saved my life. But the thing of it was is that I go up there. Earth Keeper, there's an Earth Keeper in every state. There's multiple ones all over the globe. Now, are they, what, what do they look like? Are they, are they the Sasquatch? They're just like an essence. I mean, I never okay. saw anything. You can feel their presence. Okay. But I've ne- I never actually physically saw anything. Okay. So I was like, okay, fine. No problem. So we go up there. I meet with them. He starts mind speaking with me. And it's a very profound thing. Okay. It's like, if you were to meet God, that's how you would feel. Okay. And earth people are supposed to work hand in hand with, with God. And so I'm sitting there, and it's at this old fort that is actually open to the public, but very few people go up there. Okay. And I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to him, and I'm, like, sobbing because it's very emotional. Yeah. And he said, the reason I summoned you here is because you have to save her life or she will die. And I said, Lisa? And she said, yeah. And I'm thinking, Lisa had no idea why I was there. (laughs) And I said, okay, but what am I supposed to do? And he says, you're going to stop them, even if you have to kill them. And I said, okay, what? number one, how? Because yeah. you guys have been telling me I'm, I can do all these things, but there's no instruction manual. Yeah. Nobody's told me how. You just keep telling me that when the time comes, I can do it. And while that's all awesome, what? I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. Right. And he says, it'll happen when it's time. It'll happen. And he's telling me all this what? stuff. I said, okay. So I tell her what happened, and she's crying. I'm crying. And she said, I've asked him and asked him for help. I've never gotten any help. Why now? And I said, I don't know. Other than, okay. for whatever reason, you are my trigger. You always trigger my memory. Okay. And because they need me to do stuff for them, maybe they figure that your usefulness is not over because <laughs> obviously I need you. And she's like, okay. So we're going back down, and we are exhausted. We are absolutely exhausted. And she said, let's stop at this hotel. There's this little town. I, don't, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's in the side of the mountain, and there's, like, what they call their Hyatt Hotel, which is basically just, like, one level hotel, not very big. It's got a second story that probably has 12 rooms on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the only thing in the town is a pizza place, and a gas station with a piece of place attached to it. Okay. That's the whole town. That's it. Wow. So we go there, and we get this room, and we go over to get pizza, and the place is closed. But when we pulled in, there was a man, actually looked like a, he would have been in his late teens, early 20s, sitting in this restaurant. We pulled up, and Lisa said, I think they're closed. And this guy turned his head. And looked at me and locked eyes on me because we were right outside the window. And I knew the second I saw him, he was a reptilian. I knew it. I could tell by the eyes. I could tell by yeah. the energy. And he locked eyes on me. And I said, we got to get the hell out of here now. Wow. And she said, okay. So we drove across the street. We drove across the street to the gas station because they had, like, subs and junk pizza and stuff there. Mm-hmm. And as we did, he got up, walked out the door, and walked a beeline to where we were. 
he came in and he went over by the soda machine and he stood there and he stared at me. And I told her, I said, this isn't even about you now. He's, he's come for me. Right. And she's like, we got to get you out of here. So we get to the hotel and he walks, of course we drove and all these things are like in a triangle. So you can see all three places mm-hmm. and he starts walking towards the hotel. I'm just so terrified. Mm. I don't even want to get out of the car. That's right. how creeped out it was. Right. And so we get in the hotel room, and there were two beds in there. She's in one bed. I'm in the other bed. And she said, did you just hear that? And I said, what? She said, I swear to God, I heard something climb up the side of the building yeah. and get up on the roof. Yeah. And I said, listen to me, okay? When I go to bed at night, I sleep with something funny on TV, whether it's cartoons or sitcoms or whatever, mm-hmm. I have to, because if not, things talk to me all night long. I'm the same way. Yeah, I go through yeah. stuff, too. I get I get crowded with, uh, I don't even know what it is, to be honest with you, Robin. I don't know if yeah. it's spirits or what, but I get crowded constantly. Well, yep. Yeah. So I've got to have that on, or I don't sleep well. Right. And so... She said, no problem, go ahead. So I had it on, and I'm laying there, and I'm thinking, you're waiting for the attack. That's what you're waiting for, because you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm hollering for Brownie, and he's like, I'm here, and here. I said, where are you? Because you're not close by anymore. Mm-hmm. And he had gone, like in spirit form, he was in Pennsylvania, but it got so bad in Pennsylvania, he was like... You saved my ass off the cliff, and then I couldn't find him anymore. <laughs> oh, no. So you were in Pennsylvania when you were on the cliff? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I'm. Hey, guys, I have to take a real quick break. I will return shortly. Okay, guys, I am back. Um, I'm going to finish this up, and remember, there's going to be some breaks here a little bit. They They seem to come upon us here quite often in this uh, last 20 minutes of the interview. So just hang in there with me. Enjoy. I thought, yeah, I, I thought you just went stone, to some state. Yeah, but, there's a plate okay. where they have the stone heads, what they call them, the stone heads, which are Native American heads. Okay. And, and one of them had fallen off, and it was on the ground. So we were trying to climb because the whole thing had collapsed. Okay. We were trying to climb up to the top when we slid down, and I ended up hanging off the cliff. Okay, okay. So... Anyway, we're laying there, and she fell asleep. <laughs> and I'm laying there, and I'm like, in my head, I'm almost like doing a countdown. Right. Because I knew what was coming. And then the next thing I know, I can't make a sound. I'm getting drugged off the bed. Oh, no. And I finally, I could hardly move. I finally got my arm free, and I hit the dress or the nightstand between us which had a pop can which fell on top of her mm-hmm. and it woke her up she jumps up and she's grabbing hold of me and she's trying to pull me back on the bed oh my and God. she can't see what's there right all she sees is me getting drugged off the bed well this happened three times i've got scratches all over me cuts all over me and she's like whatever this is is trying to knock me out you have got to be able to scream or do something you have got to fight through it right. so that i know and i'm like okay by the round three, we just said, we're out of here. We got left in the middle of the night. I mean, it was really, really bad. But that's in Pennsylvania. I did okay. stop the foot. Um, we got halfway back to her house, and it was like a light bulb went on. And I said, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. And she said, what? And I said, I move energy. And she's like, yeah, I know that. It's one of your gifts. I said, it, it goes a lot past that. It's a lot more than just a gift at this point. And mm-hmm. she said, what do you mean? And I said... 
I can stop them. I know how to do it. And she said, how? And I okay. said, I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to build an energy wall, and I'm going to zap the hell out of anything that tries to come through it. And she's like, are you serious? I said, I don't know. All I know is this is what I'm now being told I yeah, can do. Yeah, you feel. say I can do it, right. I don't know what else to do. So she's like, okay. So we get there. And this was a situation that was so bad that when she pulled in her driveway, she parked her car butt up against her porch. And she would climb mm-hmm. from the driver's side across the passenger side so she could run up her porch and into her house. Oh, my God. That's how bad it was. They can't just come into houses, can they? Oh, they do it all the time. I, I've heard they do, porch. but it seems like people feel safe when they get into their homes yeah. for some reason. Yeah, they, they can come in in spirit form, even I if they don't come so. through a door. And okay. I've had them come physically. I've had them come in through spirit form. Yeah, because I've heard um, of reptilians walking through walls, and I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. crap. Back there, oh, and I said, I want you to go into the house, and I don't want you to come out. I don't care what you hear. I don't care what you see. Mm-hmm. You need to get away. But why are there so many cases where they kill dogs? Because the dogs go after them. Is that dogs why? I think there's somebody standing because in the Because they, they guard? Is it, is it because they alert no, people? No, the dogs are barking at them and chasing them and, okay. you know. Okay. The dogs protect things and they do and that's why they kill them. They don't kill mine. Uh, that's what yeah. I was going to ask you. I didn't understand no. why yours were so safe and it's probably because the Bigfoot are so protective with you, I'd imagine. Well, part of it is that and part of it is, um, all right. So what happens is they go out and they get barking and they get chasing them. Okay. And, you know, it's not necessarily that they're killing them so much because they're trying to kill them as much as they're killing them to save and protect their own family. Okay, I got, I got it. I just, a lot of a lot of cases talk about how the dogs cower oh, and they, yeah. they don't even See, they go got, them. Years and years ago, like back in 2009, we had just moved to a property and it was the most magical place on earth until they finally left they left right when something was coming to kill me and they left at the same time i did i have an x on my back bad things want me dead good things want me alive right and so this happens every now and then and so they had um we had all these cats and cats that people would dump off on me and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so they had gotten, I think it was them. It was either them or Kyle. But anyway, something had tore up one of the cats. I thought it was the foots. Literally on the back, like, pulled the meat right off the bone. Wow. And I was livid. And it, granted, it was a feral cat I was feeding, but it was still alive. It's still, you know? yeah, exactly. And so I was ticked, to say the very least. So would I. I would be, too. And I went out there and I said, if you want to live here, I don't care. Which was stupid because they don't live where you're at. They have their own place they go, but they would spend most of their days at my property. Yeah. And I said, you don't care that you're here, but if you can't come in peace, then you're not welcome. Right. And the other thing I told them was, these are my pets, just like you have pets. These are like my children, just like you have children. As long as you do not harm them, you are welcome. And I have, honest to God, I've never had another problem. And when I moved where I'm at now, in South Carolina, which I'm going to be moving back to Michigan. Are you but, really? Yes, I'm getting the hell out of this damn state. This place is nothing but venomous snakes oh. everywhere you turn. Okay. I can't be out in the woods like I like. 
the foots here are friendly. God knows they spend 90% of their time looking in the windows and yeah. playing jokes. And, and we get along great. Oh. I've got like four clients here, but I'm going back home. Yeah. My mom's back home. I have children and grandchildren there. I have one daughter and grandchildren here. Besides, the, I have my other daughter and my son and his wife and daughter are staying with me now. But um, I came down here to see, spend time with my other daughter and her kids because they never had grandparents around them because they're in South Carolina. And it's time to go home. And yeah, my mom, and yeah. not, her health isn't great. And my other grandkids are like, Grandma, you said you were coming back and you Aww. haven't come back. And it's just, it's time. Now, will any so, of the Sasquatch or Dogmen follow you? Oh, they, I have half my clan from Michigan here. Yeah, I didn't know. That's why I was wondering yeah. if they would follow you yeah. back anyway, you know, so. Yeah, they will. They'll go back and forth. Could, could you send Probably. some to my house, too? <laughs> sure. <laughs> You've already got them around you. No, but I but, need I need more because um, I need some friendly ones because I need some, I need some protection around here. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Number one, up in the hills, you have such an intense ET population up in those mountains. Yeah. And they're not the good ones. No, I, 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 you can feel a lot of crazy stuff around this area. I'm telling oh, you what, yeah. man. This is See, some my crazy friend stuff. lives over in Russellton mm-hmm. off Michaels Road. And it's like such a hot <laughs> over there. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's craziness. But so you need to get down. I love you. But well, maybe I'll move to Michigan. <laughs> We're thinking about relocating at some point. Yeah. I just don't know where. Oh, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, you I should. Come out with me and we can go out in the woods. That would be oh. so cute. I, I I know I told my family, I said, I'm going down to see Robin. I want to meet these. I want to see her, and I want to just kind of get a feel for the area. And stuff. I said, it just would be so cool, you know. But, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not one to. I mean, I do a podcast and everything, and I talk a lot about this stuff. And I, I, I try to keep things biblical. You know, I mean, I. I I believe in God and I love the Lord, but I just feel like there's so much that's been hidden there's from so us. Much so much more well, things yeah. that were taken from the Bible, books that were taken and the Bible was but written by men. Yeah. You know? The Bible has been, here's the thing. I am a Christian. Mm-hmm. I believe in God. I believe he created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. But I think that our Bible has been rewritten too many times. Right. Part of the truth has been altered. Right. Probably because of the Catholic Church and the government. Right. My mom and my sister are devout Catholics. I have no problem with the Catholic religion. However, mm-hmm. it has been proven that there's been some problems and implications with the Catholic Church and things. Oh, yeah. Whether or not it's true or not, I don't know. Yeah. But I do believe... Oh, okay. That the Bible has been rewritten for multiple religions over and over and over again, and I think we've lost a lot of the truth in the Bible in it. Right, right. That doesn't mean that I believe that the whole Bible's wrong. I don't, absolutely Oh, no, me neither. I'm the same way. I don't, you know, and I I don't want to disrespect the Bible or the fact that God's Word's in there. You know, I just feel that even even when I cringe a lot of times when I'm reading the Bible because of how the preference it shows to men, and I'm just like, okay, I have a hard time with this because I'm a woman that's basically taken care of my whole family and done everything for my family my entire life. So it's like, you know, I I have a very hard time with some of this uh, male-dominated of thinking. Yeah. And so it's, you know, I think you have to take the Bible and then you have to look at it with your own belief system. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, I have a friend of this um, Nazarene and I have nothing wrong with the Nazarene. Right. And, but I don't necessarily agree with all of it. Right. I don't agree with everything with the Baptist. 
Yeah. And, like, another friend of mine was Lutheran and wanted me to go to her church. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. And they said, well, you, you know, you've got to, hi, honey, you've got to um, take our classes and you have to do this. Yeah, whole catechism type stuff, yeah. But it's and not it catechism, like, it's something, it's, maybe it is catechism, I'm not yeah. sure what it is. And the stuff that they told me, I was like, I'm out of here. You know, you have such a neat, your spirit is so, like, I really love how responsive you are to people and how open you are to trying things. You know, I like, try to. I think you, you seem so. Just, yeah, you seem really like you really embrace people, and it's a really beautiful quality. I think you have. You know. Oh, thank you. It's really neat. I really. You can feel it from you. Like I can pick up on it. Like when I talk to you, stuff, I'm like, God, she's just such a neat person. You know. Oh, so it's, it's really I cool. I think that everybody deserves to be treated respectfully. Yeah, me too. The same opinions, but. They do have yeah. to be acknowledged as being a human being. Yeah, we and all I'm have different leader. opinions, you know? Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. But I also am one that completely and sincerely believes that the biggest problem our world has is there's no compassion in it. Ugh. There's no human decency. Everybody yeah. does. It's a free-for-all. Oh, it's all you know, about big self. Yeah. yeah, the big folks live their life on the rule of one, which means everybody works together. Yeah. And... They're like a tribe. They really are. They remind you of a tribe, you know. Of, of, yeah, they are. You know. And when one goes down, it weakens the collective. Wow. And as corny as it sounds, it's true. But what do you they know? say they are, though, Robin? Like, how have they How have they explained where they came from and who they are to they you? They were creative at ATs. I mean, they weren't born like but they were. But who are the course, ETs, that, though? Like, who are the well, ETs? There's, this is just my own opinion. It doesn't mean it, it's right. Okay. It's just what I can deduce from what they've told me and what they've shown me. You know, God created the heavens and the earth. I believe that. Right. The part that I vary from, per se, other people is he also created the ETs. They're part of the heavens and the earth. Okay. There's good and there's bad because in the cosmic scheme of things, it's always been good versus evil. Everything has free will, which means it has the, its own free will to turn good or evil. Okay. And certain things go bad, certain things go good. That's why we have good and evil. You can't be 100% all good, you can't be 100% all evil. I mean, certain things will go dark yeah, like that. But there is that stance on it. Now, as far as I can see, we've been genetically modified from the ETs. I don't believe that we have it for two seconds. There's too much to indicate that we have. Right. I believe in Adam and Eve. I believe that that's what God created. I think that that was a start. But I think that the ETs have always used genetic manipulation. I know they have. I've I've been in planet. I know. Yeah, you've had abductions. You've you've had actual abductions, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, multiple times. Okay. I've had four-month-old fetuses that when there was no way I could get pregnant four and five months along and all of a sudden wake up and have it gone. Wow. So, I mean... Wow. So, I don't believe for two seconds. There's two right here if you want to start on and the ones are in there. Do you feel that you have something in you, something that either is through your family bloodline or something that happened to you or somebody in your family along the way that connected you to these Bigfoot somehow? No. If okay. I go by between, I don't know, I don't think so, but if I go by what they've told me, mm-hmm. which I don't tell very many people like I can honestly 
basically say that there's under 10 people on this planet that even know mm-hmm. is that people like me, I believe there are, because I don't believe that any of us are all so important that we're the only ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. I get you. So I don't believe that, you know, there isn't any other ones, but I know that's what I am. Right. And in the Revelations, and it says, you know, when Jesus comes back and the whole world goes, is gone. According to the Bigfoots, and I don't even know that this is true. I don't let it go to my head. Right. I really don't think about it too often because who knows? Wow. And who knows if that's true? That's just what they told me. I know it sounds fantastical, but I'm telling you, I had some things happen to me where God showed me some things that kind of blew my mind about myself. And I was like, it almost makes you feel like you can't repeat this because people are going to think you sound like you're crazy. Well, yeah. Tooting your own horn like you're some some incredibly important being, you know? So yeah, exactly. I know what you're feeling. Trust me. <laughs> he told, I, I was shown what my job one day would be and who I was. And I was like, wow. This is just wild, but and then you don't know if it's real. Like you're like, okay, am I, I know. just like you I know? used to tell them when they would tell me all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and they started out telling me stuff when I was younger, but before they, you know, dropped the big bomb on me, and they would say, you know, you're important, and nobody in the world is going to know about it. That's so amazing. you won't get credit for it. Well, who cares? But yeah, know you're important to us. I'm like, I don't care. I'm basically nobody. Do you yeah. think they connect people? Like, do you think like? Oh, hundred percent. Because with 100%. you, I felt when I when you and I started talking, I felt oh, that wasn't an accident. Yeah, I was something in my soul was like, there's a reason why we're being connected with each other. Yeah, you're supposed right to. Now. Yeah, and I, I believe in my heart of hearts that you're part of this overall plan. Yeah. I don't think you're just another person that connected with me. Right. I don't believe for a second that you're just some, because I get people that contact me all the time and want information and whatever, and I always tell them, you know, if I have anything that I can offer to help you, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to. What you do with the information is up to you. I right. don't force people to believe me, but I, I'm happy to share my, my story, and depending on the person is what how much I share. Right. With you, I don't have a problem going deeper. Right. A lot of people I won't do that with. Yeah, me, but, like, I'm weird, too, with, with a lot of people, I'm very, I'm kind of distant, like, a little bit, you know, like, I'm, I'm guarded, I would say, and then there's other people that you meet, and you're just, you're just drawn to them like a magnet, and I was yeah. like, there's but something with you, part, you know? You're part of this bigger picture. There's a battle being fought right now. Okay. And you're part of it. Yeah, I just, okay. I don't want to be sending out bad, like, I don't want to continue to talk about, you know, Sasquatch, like, they're evil, and stuff, like, that's, I mean, I really wanted to connect about, you know, like, I thought, I don't want to portray them like that, because, I mean, that's, I, I don't no, believe that, it, I think some are bad, and some are good, just like people, you know? They are, and that's why I try to tell people, you yeah. know, number one, we don't have all good. Right. We have murder, psychopaths, rapists, pedophiles, you name it. Exactly. They have the exact same thing. They have mental illness, they have... Wow. All of it. So where do you think God, like, what do you think? So you don't feel that the ETs are evil. Do you think Some that? are. Okay. Some of them are. Absolutely, okay. 100%, because I've been attacked by them. Um, I've had my family attacked by them. So, yeah, 100%. Okay. But not all of them. So there are good I've ones. Also, okay. yeah, I've also, yeah, I've worked with good ones. I've, I've done healing work on good ones. Jeez, that's amazing, Robin. Like, that's just, we, we stereotype things so much in our minds. We do, you know? and, you, and you have to understand that everything, down to the slightest thing, is, is can be good or bad. It's yeah. all free will. Right. Right. So, it, you know. It's amazing. You're that, that, um, 
Yeah, I just, I don't know, just some of the stuff, like, you know, even with a dog man, like that, you know, I, I mean, there's just, I have so many questions for you. I mean, I there's just, some bad ones. I mean, I'm not, but it's like everything else. Some are good, some are bad. I mean, yeah. to begin with the dog man, you know, I always believed because everybody would talk about how awful they were and how bad they were. And I'm like, God, the ones by me never hurt me. And then right. when I was in trouble and I asked them to help, they didn't hesitate. And they helped you. Yeah. And they helped me. And I'm like, have I been around some that are bad? Yeah. 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 You know, that have come on the property or not here, but in Michigan and, and, um, you know, the Bigfoot would say, no, this is here. I don't want you out, yeah. you know, go in the house, whatever. And I had moved at one point, and we were living over in this house on a river, and my son, for whatever reason, my son, has, they're drawn to him. And yeah. they always have been. And he's like, I know they're out there. And he would go for a walk every day down our private, we had a private drive we lived on. And he came in and he said... We're Kate and Caleb, and I, which are our siblings, and I said, they're here, but they uh, are in their rooms. Why? And he said, don't let them outside. He said, there's a bad one out there. I can feel it. Wow. So I went out there, and I could feel energy had changed, and it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead, and I said, what's, I said, what's going on? And they said, no, such and such is out there. We don't want you out there. And I said, okay. So we just kept everybody in the house, and it passed, and it went on its merry way. You know? I mean, they don't have to be all good. They don't have to be all bad. Nothing is. I don't care what it is. Yeah, we we tend to, we just, we really tend to, to, like I said, stereotype that. Like, we, you know, somebody sees an evil dog man or something that's bad, and they just, then they just think they're all that way. You know? And that's... They do. And it's just not it. It's called free will. Right. And everything has the ability and the will to determine what it's going to be. Yeah. Do you, and, and the dogmen were also created by E.T. as well. Yeah, I believe, my own personal belief, there's, um, and I could be completely wrong. Okay. Because, I don't know, you know, like I've asked in which groups made such and such, and I've never really gotten very far yeah. with that. Yeah. As far as that goes, but I know there are certain groups of ETs that are hunting the Bigfoots and trying to kill them. I know that. Why? Because, they, because when they were created, they were sent down here to spy on us and basically work for the ETs. Okay. But they've got, they've got human in them, and they didn't... What do you need there? What do they have in them? Is it human, oh, extraterrestrial, thing. human, and then there was a third thing? Is that no, that's no. The the Bigfoots are only human and ET. Okay, gotcha. The dogmen are, are canine, human, and ET. Where did they come up with the way they look then? Like, because like, what they did is they all these things. Hey, hey, all of them have like the body of a human, but then they they make all these crosses. The ETs have been crossing this stuff forever and a day, and we had somebody tell us that. He was constantly abducted, and the ETs told him that you haven't seen what I'm going to drop. Okay, guys, I have to stop there because we actually went on to um, something that started into reincarnation that um, we talked about my granddaughter that had passed away, and then Robin had told me a story about um, her one child, and I will add that to the next recording. It's fascinating. And I told her it's very odd because she mentioned Men in Black, and I just did a recording on on that, and um, she mentioned the reincarnation story, 
with her child. And I had just done um, a podcast, an episode on that. And it was just, it was strange. It was like, wow, that's, that's crazy that I just done, had, had done these episodes. And then we talked about these two things during the conversation. So that's it for tonight. I thought you would really enjoy hearing, you know, one of our convert part of the conversation. I'm not sure how much longer it goes on to. I think, I think we were, we were talking for about an hour and a half and we're supposed to talk again either tomorrow or the next day. There's going to be a lot of conversations here and I am definitely going to be interviewing Chandler tomorrow. Um, Chandler, hopefully Paul is going to be with her. Um, and like I said, I don't want to, you know, keep promising things. And then like Robin and I talked about, you know, things just keep turning up and things keep getting put, you know, put off or pushed back. And so then you feel like, okay, I keep telling everybody I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to have this person on and it just doesn't come to fruition yet, but I'm, you know, working on things as I go. Um, please email me if you have any stories at in the dark 2021 at gmail.com. I have a couple other stories um, I wanted to get into to read to you guys. I can't do it tonight because this has been pretty long, but I will this week's. I, I have a feeling uh, the next couple weeks I'm going to be putting out, you know, quite a few things, but I'm not sure. Like I said, with work and everything, who knows? But I know for a fact that this winter when I'm off work, it's going to be, um, I'm going to be on here quite a bit. So, and I'll be reporting anything that happens that's spectacular in my life if I do go down to see Robin hopefully this winter I would love to go down and see her so anyway you guys have a great night and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be on again shortly say your prayers be safe and God bless you all take care <laughs>